Welcome to Campaign Chemistry, where we pick the brains of creative alchemists, business wizards, and marketing geniuses behind the world's greatest brands. Zach Kitschke has been with Canva since the beginning, when it launched as a startup in Perth, Australia in 2013. Almost 11 years later, he runs a global in-house marketing team, 400 people strong, building Canva's brand around the world. While Canva brings partners in as needed, having a robust in-house team helps keep the brand consistent and in touch with its DNA. Now, the design platform is racing to adopt generative AI, both in its products and at its in-house agency. After rolling out a campaign targeted at marketers in the US in September, Canva launched Magic Studio in October, a suite of AI-powered tools from copywriting to image generators. In this episode, Kitschke talks about his journey with Canva from startup to global tech company and shares which skills he thinks will be most important for marketers and creatives as AI adoption grows. I'm your host, Allison Weisbrot, Editor-in-Chief of Campaign US, and you're listening to Campaign Chemistry. Hi, Zach. How are you? Good. Thanks, Allison. Good to be with you. Yeah. So you're in Australia. I am in New York. It's Tuesday for me. It's Wednesday for you, but we're still making it work. <laughs> <laughs> the future's looking bright. Yeah. So you are the CMO of Canva. And I just have to say, I love Canva because it makes me feel like a designer and I'm not <laughs> one. I'm a writer and I can make fun things in Canva. And I love that. So um, just wanted to tell you that before we started. Um, you've been at Canva since the beginning. What's it been like to see this company started in Australia, go global and become you know so big over the past decade that you've been there? It's definitely been uh, an amazing adventure. I started back in uh, early 2013, so um, coming on 11 years now. And when I joined, it was a very small, scrappy team. We could fit around, uh, you know, a dining room table. Um, and so I started a few months before we launched the the first version. Uh, and obviously, uh, since launching, Canva's grown um, tremendously around the world. We've got over 170 million people using the platform um, every month now uh, in almost every corner of the globe. So it's great to, to know that you're um, you're one of those too. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And yeah, our team's growing as well. So, uh, you know, we're, we're still headquartered here in Sydney, um, but have, uh, you know, offices now um, all around the world, over 4,000 people across the US, um, UK and Europe, you know, through Asia um, uh, as well. So it's been an exciting ride. And so how has the marketing function grown in that time and your trajectory within it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was uh, very, very small in the early days. So, you know, the very first um, hat that I wore, so to speak, was uh, on the comms side. So I came in originally to help with uh, the very first funding announcement for, for Canva. We just closed our seed funding round. Um, so, you know, we... we uh, got the news out about that and then worked on on the launch. And so, you know, in those early days, it was um, doing a bit of everything, a bit of social media, a bit of content, customer service, the, the comms. Uh, and over the years, obviously, that that's grown uh, a lot. And so now I lead uh, a global marketing team. Um, we have uh, over 400 people now, um, you know, covering everything from brand marketing to growth to lifecycle and CRM. Um, international, you know, localization, um, creative, uh, uh, and so on. So, uh, you know, over the last few years in particular, we've really focused on 
trying to move as quickly as possible to this this North Star mission that we have, which is to empower the whole world to design. And so, um, you know, from a marketing point of view, really been investing in uh, trying to build the brand uh, awareness and, um, you know, get Canberra into um, the hands of, uh, of everyone that can hopefully benefit from, from the platform. Yeah, it's interesting. So your journey there is sort of like parallel the company in general, right? Like you were kind of wearing all these hats, being in the scrappy startup mode, and now you run this large global team. What do you think like coming from that startup background sort of like influences the way you run the team now? Yeah, great question. Uh, I think when you're a smaller company, you know, everyone needs to be a bit of a generalist and the most important thing is the ability to learn. And so, you know, you're constantly facing um, these new challenges that you haven't experienced before. And it might be, uh, you know, how do you launch social media for the first time? How do you grow a customer service team? Um, what does it look like to, you know, launch a paid product? And what are all of the mechanisms around, um, you know, that? Uh, what does it look like to go international and, and localize the platform? And so every step along the way, you know, that I'd say the most critical attribute is actually the ability to learn. Uh, and that includes, uh, you know, this, this sort of notion of being curious, being able to go out and seek information, being able to hire people that are, are maybe stronger than you, um, you know, in, in different domains, leverage advisors um, and, and things like that. So, you know, still today, um, I'm constantly faced with, you know, new frontiers um, that uh, we haven't faced before. And like that, that's definitely a big part of you no know, growth. Uh, and so that notion of, of change and, and being able to, to learn is really important. The other thing I'd say that, you know, has been super important as the company has grown is this comfort with change. Um, we, we've talked over the years about this notion of being comfortable handing over your Lego. And I think it was a former product manager from Facebook who originally kind of coined this notion. But, you know, in a company, when you're, when you're smaller, you're used to doing all of these things yourself. Uh, and so, you know, in order for the company to grow, you've actually got to bring in people um, that become the specialists or experts and own, you know, that, that thing. And that, that becomes the thing that they do, which used to be a part of, of your role. And the, the analogy being, it's a bit like, uh, you know, being a kid in the sandpit, um, you know, playing, playing with your, your Legos and getting comfortable with, with handing over your Lego, um, to someone else to go and build with. And then, you know, moving on to the next, um, big challenge as well. So, you know, that, that's super important. Yeah, I think it's also like, you know, CMOs today have to be so well versed in everything from like hardcore technology to like brand building. So it helps to have your hand in all those different pots. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think it's, um, your things just become more and more dynamic, right? And it's about, um, stitching together all these different elements to, to ultimately, you know, drive, drive growth for the business. Yeah. Well, one way, I mean, you do that with an in-house team. I know that's a big focus for you and your role is sort of cultivating this in-house agency model. So talk about how that's set up. Like, why do you have an in-house team? What's the model? Where do partners come in, if at all? Kind of walk me through that. Yeah, for sure. When I took on the CMO role a few years ago, it was actually the first thing I prioritized was establishing an internal creative team. Uh, and the rationale was we were really in this 
you know, in, inflection point for, for Canva. The team was growing, you know, rapidly. And so there was more and more people internally that were working on um, various touch points, whether it be the product or our external, you know, content and communications. But we were also in this position where, you know, despite our growth, we still had a largely unknown brand. And so we, you know, we determined that we really wanted to focus on investing in, in the brand and, and sort of building awareness. But what used to be kind of a night, you know, when it was me and the founders and a couple other people, you know, that were, were touching everything that was going out, um, there was sort of this, this element of, you know, intuition and, and sort of uh, alignment. Um, but when you grow, obviously, there's more people that need to kind of contribute to, to how the brand looks and, and shows up. And so we ended up starting to build out the creative team to be firstly the custodian um, and owner of, of the brand and, you know, saw that as being really, really important, creating that definition and that alignment internally. And then, you know, in, in a company like, like Canva that is growing so quickly, our product continues to evolve, um, you know, and, and develop having that proximity, um, you know, and, and being able to bring to life our, our narrative and, and story um, across all of those touch points, um, you know, was, was very much a priority. And so uh, today, you know, our creative team internally is a big part of our, our marketing organization. Um, they look after everything from, um, you know, our major campaigns, like we just had a brand campaign in market in the US, um, you know, to overseeing that right through to the sort of brand strategy and, and how we're reflecting things in the product or our life cycle communications. Um, and so we found having that, that internal team has been a great way um, to connect the dots internally. Um, and then obviously we'll bring in, you know, partners to support for specific projects or with specific capabilities. And so that might be, you know, production or motion, um, or on, you know, specific campaigns, experiential, et cetera. Um, and so we're able to bring in, uh, you know, the, the kind of talent where we, where we need it, um, for, for more, uh, sort of focus work, but have this custodianship of, of the brand internally. Mm. So do you, is it like, what are the skills you have in house? Is it mostly creatives? Yeah. So it's, it's a broad um, creative team. So we have, a, you know, a, a brand design um, brand team that oversees the, um, the brand basically. And so that consists of, um, you know, brand designers, motion, um, copywriters, uh, uh, et cetera. We've got um, a campaigns team that, uh, over oversees all of our campaigns, so you know from our major brand campaigns through to something like um, you know we did a big campaign around back to school. Um, we've got a big education um, community, teachers and students that use Canva around the world. Um, so they'll they'll oversee the campaign work, and then we have a, a production team that that sort of flexes across um, those uh, different areas uh, as well. So. You know, in-house videography, motion, editing, production, uh, as well, and so you know we're able to sort of create the strategy for for different things, whether it's a major campaign or like one of our major events, um, like a Canva Create, which is sort of our marquee tentpole moment throughout the year, uh, and then um, you know those teams can can work with partners um, where where we need to to um, you know to, to flex into different areas. Yeah. So do you ever work with creative agencies or is that like not on the docket? Um, we, we do work with agencies in, in different capacities, um, you know, to, to give you some examples. 
on some of our, our local efforts. Um, internationally, you know, we operate in uh, 190 markets, um, but sort of focusing from a marketing point of view in, in probably a dozen. And so um, we do plug in some agency support um, to help with more local um, creative uh, efforts. Um, and we plug in, you know, agencies for, for different projects um, too. Um, we tend to do a lot of the strategy, um, you know, in, in-house. So mm. um, for, for the last campaign, as an example, we, um, we had an incredible production partner in Finch. Um, we brought in a motion um, agency, um, uh, Buck, who, you know, really helped um, uh, sort of elevate the, the motion work, which was a big part of that um, and so on. Yeah. So whenever I ask agencies about in-house, they always creative agencies. They always their response is always something along the lines of they don't get that outside perspective. They get too stuck in their own brand. What's what's your response to that? Um I I don't think it's an either or situation. Uh and I guess that's definitely the philosophy that we've taken. I think it's super important. Um well, it has been super important for Canva to have a very, very strong sense of self. Um, if I'm to talk about the brand being a person, and I feel like that's what we've really solidified, um, you know, over the last few years with our internal team. And we, you know, have learned a lot, uh, for example, around what actually, um, you know, drives impact in, um, you know, creative and messaging. We've had a big focus on, shifting unaided awareness and, and really increasing um, familiarity with Canva's product suite. Um, you know, people have, have often um, thought of Canva being maybe the social content tool that it was 10 years ago, but haven't, haven't realized, um, you know, we've now got a very robust offering for presentations or documents or video creation, whiteboards. And so we've had a huge focus um, on that. Um, but the, level of, um, you know, testing and, and refinement um, that has gone into that creative um, to make sure that it does the job that we need it to, reflects our brand voice. Um, you know, that's been something that I don't think we could have done um, externally. Um, but I would yeah. say there are specific, you know, problems or challenges um, where we see bringing in some external support or perspective um, can really take the work to the next level um, as well. So definitely for us, I think it's... Um, you know, they're, they're two different muscles and, and two different sort of s- approaches that can work really well, um, you know, in harmony. Um, and, and I think actually, uh, you know, for us, it'd be problematic if it was all one way or all the other way. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely has to be a balance. Um, you alluded to some of like the ways that the product has grown over the years. And I know that um, one thing that you guys are focused on is working more with agencies and marketers, right? Like enterprise kind of accounts. And you met, you alluded to the campaign you released in September, which we covered. Um, talk about like how, what went into reaching an audience of marketers and how is that different than what you've done in the past? The interesting thing is, uh, you know, Canva has always been a bit of a favorite for, for marketers and creatives. I think we solved a real problem you know, particularly early on for social um, and content creation. Uh, but over the years, we've seen Canva adopted into organizations generally through the marketing or the creative team. Uh, you know, marketing teams are the ones that are creating, uh, you know, lots of visual content. They're needing to um, sort of express, uh, you know, a narrative or, um, you know, promote 
um, in, in different contexts. And so we'd always sort of had this, this adoption, um, you know, by uh, marketing teams with, within organizations. And so really the campaign was about trying to accelerate that and, and bring more focus to some of the products that we have um, recently launched um, to make it easier for, uh, for marketers and creatives um, to manage their brand and create content. And so one of the big things that we launched in, um, at our Canva Create event uh, at the start of this year was um, the, the Canva Brand Hub. And so basically what that did was enable um, creative and marketing leadership to centralize brand assets, guidelines, you know, photography, imagery assets in a central place um, and sort of bring what can be you know, a pretty static brand guideline PDF book to life in a way that um, everyone in the organization can actually plug in uh, and use. So coupling you know, the brand hub with this sort of organic usage, um, you know, people kind of using the product because they find it easy uh, was sort of the power um, there. And so we really wanted to tell the story of how um, you know, this notion of, of brand um, could really help uh, teams when they're creating things like presentations or videos or social content. And so that was really the, um, the nucleus um, for the campaign. And so we focused on a couple of our key products um, and really demonstrating, um, you know, how, uh, how that came to life um, for, for marketing and creative teams. What's it like to like pitch yourself to pitch yourself to yourself, basically, right? Because that's what your team had to do. <laughs> yeah, we um, we think about ourselves very much as customer zero, and I think that's been one of the fun things about working on the Canva brand. Um, you know, the, the marketing and creative organization internally, like we are very much, um, you know, building a product for our own use case, and so we get to push the product. Um, you know, in, in all sorts of directions to serve our own use cases. Actually, one of, you know, one of the features that was born out of that um, recently, which we, we highlighted through the campaign, is one of my favorites called Magic Translate. And so, um, you know, it's a problem that we face. We're often running campaigns in, you know, dozens of, of languages around the world. And so, um, you know, we've, we've got an incredible localization team, but it's always you know, a huge amount of work to take the kind of couple hundred assets we might have in English and then localize that for um, you know, Portuguese and French and Spanish and German and um, Korean. And so with Magic Translate, we uh, were able to um, use some of the new AI functionality that we've been building to enable marketers and creatives to, um, you know, translate a campaign asset with a click into um, over 100 languages. And so that was something that we actually built firstly for our own internal use case. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's kind of fun to be able to have that direct yeah. contribution to, to the product that then flows through our marketing as well. How much does your team use Canva when they're during their work to make, to build campaigns? All the time. It's um, very much. <laughs> I would, woven think, I would think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we, um, we, we definitely use it a lot from, you know, concepting and, and brainstorming, which we'll do in whiteboards. Um, we'll manage all of our campaign strategy and briefing. Um, we use presentations a lot for that. Obviously, like creative reviews and, and things like that. We've got a, a pretty robust system for, for doing that, um, you know, in, in Canva and people can kind of comment and update. Um, key fields and then um, the, the creative development um, and, and deployment uh, as well. So, 
yeah, it's been um, it's been fun seeing that evolve, you know, over the years. Um, mm-hmm. uh, alongside to, to your point earlier, like it feels like the the complexity of our marketing has definitely evolved as we've grown, and it's been fun to see yeah. the product, um, you know, evolve uh, in parallel. Um, and also, you know, where where we're able to um, to maybe take that into the future with um, some of the new technology particularly in the AI space that, that's coming along. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is sort of the next frontier. And I know that you are doing a lot in that space. Um, talk a little bit about some of the a- the ways that Canva is using AI. Um, maybe how, how like the new products, but also how your team is using AI creatively. Yeah. I'll start quickly with the products that I can talk about how the team's using it. Um, in September, October, we launched a suite of products called Magic Studio. Uh, and magic's you know our like word for for AI, and, and really that was about uh, bringing uh, a whole new power to our suite of products. And so, you know, when we launched Canva, the, the vision was really to enable anyone to take an idea and turn it into a, a design as quickly as possible. Uh, and so, you know, obviously we made we made progress there over the past decade, but uh, AI completely reimagines what's possible there. So. To take an idea um, and turn it into an, uh, an end design um, with with AI, we're able to make that you know almost instant. And so, with Magic um, Studio, we launched a whole heap of things, um, including Magic Design, you know, being able to describe something that you might want, like a presentation, say an onboarding plan for your team member, or you know, a, a, a holiday social post, and we'll generate um, some options for you. Uh, magic right, you know, copywriting, um, being able to um, generate, you know, anything from a job description to, um, you know, social uh, post copy ideas and so on. So um, that that was really exciting to, to get that um, out into the world. Uh, and I'd yeah. say, you know, for our team internally, we've definitely been using features uh, like like those. Um, you know, copywriting has been been great, being able to get to like campaign ideas or insights and having a bit of a thought partner to, to spar with. Um, we've also used it a lot on the localization side. It's becoming more and more part of our um, translation workflow. Um, and then, you know, more, more sort of deep tech. Um, we've invested a lot over the past few years in our, our MarTech stack. Um, machine learning models, you know, we have sort of hundreds of models in, in production, you know, both for our products, um, you know, recommending the right types of content for people, um, but also for our, our marketing organization too, in, in terms of, um, you know, optimizing creative and um, uh, sort of audience segmentation and, and things like that as well. Yeah. it's So how are you kind of, as you move towards getting more like companies and, and agencies and brands to work with Canva, how do you position it against platforms like Adobe that are like very entrenched and also have new tools like Firefly? I think we've always seen the potential for Canva being uh, being the 99% of people that are not trained creatives. And so, I mean, the idea was originally born when Mel was teaching designs. Mel's our CEO and co-founder when she was teaching design software um, as, a, as a sort of part-time job while she was at, at university. So she was teaching, um, you know, the, the Adobe suite, Photoshop InDesign. And I think it just struck her how um, time-intensive, expensive uh, and complicated the, the tooling was for, for most people. And so if you, you weren't planning to spend, um, you know, a few years studying and 
um, you know, the, the sort of investment to create. Uh, it was incredibly complex process. And so, um, you know, we launched Canva with, with that in mind and it was really about um, making design accessible for, for everyone else. I think when we launched, uh, a lot of investors and, and people told us there simply wasn't a market for it. They thought that the design market was, um, you know, was, <laughs> was sealed. Um, and I, I think we've really proven that wrong um, in the last decade. The fact that you know, there's 170 million people now using the platform uh, all around the world, um, you know, and our growth continues to, um, to, to sort of accelerate demonstrates that um, the need to express yourself visually and communicate um, is sort of innate and it's human and, and everyone um, needs that. Uh, and so we've always played, um, you know, to our strengths there. And I'd say in organisations, um, we're very much complementary to, you know, some of those tools that are very, um, you know, important in the creative workflow, whether it's, um, you know, doing um, fine illustration or video editing, um, you know, in, in terms of, um, uh, you know, professional quality, um, uh, you know, assets and, and things like that. Uh, but the thing that, that we do really well in Canva is being able to take um, all of those uh, outputs and sort of core assets and brand elements um, and bring them to life in a way that everyone in the organization can, can access and then um, obviously translate that into to templates. So, um, you know, whether you're a creative or a marketer or someone in HR, you, you can actually jump in there and, and, and sort of, um, you know, create something um, on brand um, and, and really allow, allow the creative team to work on the core elements of the craft and the stuff that they want to be doing. Interesting. It's sort of like, what do you make of this whole trend of like lo-fi creativity that I keep hearing about? I feel like that's sort of what your what your tool solves for for the creatives. I well, I think I think you know, Canva's definitely being used for. For the full gamut, you know, from ideation and concepting right through to um, final artwork. Uh, so, you know, I think we definitely play, um, you know, along that full spectrum. And we always sort of thought of, um, you know, a design or a concept goes through all of these different stages. And it's, it's really important, um, you know, from concepting on a whiteboard to actually printing something or, or publishing it, um, you know, to social or, you know, a sort of final artwork for, um, you know, out of home or whatever it might be that, that you could do all of that, um, in, in Canva. Um, but I, I do think one of the things that, um, we definitely have enabled is that notion of quick iterative, uh, design and collaborative design. You know, if you, you rewind, um, 10 years ago, there simply wasn't a way to design with multiple people and to actually share an asset and get feedback required. Uh, you know, sending a PDF via email and, and sort of working back and forth with, um, uh, you know, markups and, and things like that. And so um, that process, you know, is incredibly complicated, but the, the, the ability for multiple people to come in and, you know, review or collaborate on, on a specific asset um, obviously speeds up, um, you know, workflows um, incredibly, um, you know, to go from concept to, um, to, to final artwork. Yeah, for sure. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more campaign chemistry. Back to sort of the the generative AI stuff, because you're so close to it, both from like the product that you work on and then also like using it as a, a marketer. Like what, how do you think it's going to impact the agency space, like the creative agencies and, and creative jobs in general? Look, I think it's an incredibly 
significant technology, um, you know, obviously, and we're all watching, um, you know, in, with awe in, in terms of um, the new functionality and, and, and what's emerging. I definitely think the way that we've thought about it is that uh, in a similar way to, you know, Canva was only really made possible with uh, the advent of HTML5 and JavaScript and products like the iPhone and iPad. And so, we were sort of born um, of that that technology at that point in time. It actually enabled this rethink of the design process to, to happen then. And, and I think similarly now, you know, AI is enabling, you know, us, but also the, the wider creative community to, to reimagine what the design process can look like. And I think, you know, throughout history, we've had these kind of progressions, um, whether it was, you know, typesetting and paste up and the typewriter and, you know, letter sets and uh, all of these elements that have, have seen you know, design evolve. And, and it feels like, you know, AI is definitely another step in, in that direction. We're definitely seeing it take away some of the mundane work that used to be really time consuming. Um, so, you know, two examples there, one being, you know, internally, um, we, our, our people team actually did a, a big brainstorm as they were planning for next year. Um, you know, in, in a Canva whiteboard. And so I had hundreds and hundreds of post-its and then they were able to use our magic switch feature to automatically summarize all of that into a document, you know, with a click, which in the past would have taken someone going manually and, and coding all of those post-its and grouping them, you know, hours and hours of, of work. Um, and I was also talking to, um, you know, creative director at an, an agency the other, or, or just recently, uh, and they were talking about, um, how much easier the process of of doing mock-ups um, has been. And so, you know, they're working with a retail client doing uh, uh, sort of, you know, safety gear, so hard hats and, um, you know, things, things like that, work gear. Uh, and they were talking about, you know, in the past to actually demonstrate a concept to a client would mean going and finding some stock photography, you know, hours and hours of deep etching, cutting stuff out, putting something together um, just to illustrate um, you know, a concept and um, with some of the image generation technology, they're able to describe, um, you know, an asset and sort of generate something instantly. And so being able to get through that creative process, you know, and, and focus less on the mundane processes, parts of that flow um, and, and more on, you know, the strategic work and thought, I think, you know, is, is actually an exciting thing and um, sort of enables people to focus more on, on the things that, you know, they're, they're truly great at, which is the, the creativity and the strategy and, you know, all of those elements. Yeah. And what do you think, like, what skill sets are going to be most important as these sort of more mundane things get automated out? Um, like I think the, uh, you know, the elements that are more important um, comes back, I think, firstly to, to strategy and, these things are only as good as the prompt um, and the guidance. And, you know, to use like a, a sort of example on the agency front, uh, like the best work comes from the best brief, right? And so I think uh, that clarity of, um, you know, business strategy, um, you know, brand direction uh, and, and the brief. And so um, really that strategic thinking and, and sort of capability, I think, will become more and more and more um, important. Um, and then, uh, you know, it's all, all of the um, uh, the human elements, I'd say, like the, the intuition, the collaboration, being able to bring people together, um, you know, tell a story and, and build a narrative, um, like all of those elements, um, you know, I think are, are going to be 
um, you know, as important, if not, if not more important, um, you know, in, in, into the future, um, uh, as well. And so I think, you know, focusing on those elements, how do you bring clarity, direction, a vision, um, you know, and, and sort of, uh, bring to life that, that intuition and, and sort of human element, um, in, in making some of the decisions and, um, you know, uh, sort of evolving, um, content and creative. Yeah. So basically lean into what makes you human. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Zach. I'm going to go finish my day and you're going to go start your day. It was great chatting with you. Yeah. Good to spend some time with you. Thank you. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening to Campaign Chemistry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and head to campaignlive.com for all the latest news on advertising and marketing.